Apple event time has finally come to an end and we are here a little earlier than we normally are here on Fridays. No, we are here up the next day following the big news of the Apple event. And here we are with some brand new products that we and Mr. Frank Keto Frank are going to talk about. That's right. He's a, he's a little under the weather today. Though, Frank, how you feeling? Uh, I got a little sore throat, but other than that, you know, like I said, I, we were um, at the uh, baseball tournament this weekend up in North Jersey and they got got caught in the rain and cold and so I think I got a little sore throat but other than that I'm fine and no he does not have the coronavirus everybody no. okay he's he's been tested yeah I guess yeah and he's good to go so that means he can come here be on the podcast with us and he will not create the coronavirus through my microphone into my <laughs> mouth and cause me to get this virus. But Frank, we're going to not do too much of the introductions today. We have so much to get into that we just had a keynote. Did you know Apple had a keynote today? Yes, I did. Yeah, you heard of that, right? Yeah. Well, Apple did have a keynote today and introduced, I guess, technically two or three products. I mean, whatever you want to consider an iPhone and a Pro and a Max and a, and a Mini, whatever you want to call it. Bottom line, there were basically two big new products today, and we're going to go in order of the keynote. Please go back and watch it if you want to get the really down-to-earth details. If you want to know what the Bionic chip does compared to the other Bionic chip and what a, a one Bionic chip does over another, or how much the cameras are wider than the other cameras, well, go on Apple.com or watch the keynote. We're here just to discuss the basics here, yeah, folks. That's spent, all we're here for. They spent a lot of time on the technical aspects of the chip. They had to because they only had two products to talk about, so of course they had to talk yeah. about it. In fact, one woman was on a roof, in fact, That's on this right. pot, uh, on this Apple event. I was afraid she was going to fall down and uh, jump off the Apple uh, campus. So, you know, thank God that didn't happen. <laughs> Although that would have been something different to see. All right, Frank. So, we're going to start off with overall thoughts. What was your biggest takeaway from the can, did you like it? Did you not like it? Well, I thought from the technical standpoint, I thought the production was done really well, and um, I, I, you know, I didn't know what to expect with the phones. Um, I was, they came out with the, the blue, the Pacific blue color. Um, they don't have the green, which I really liked, but I, I didn't buy the 11. But so I guess I'll I'll get the blue now. I was surprised that they, um, at, at the mini aspects, both of the, uh, the, I, uh, the HomePod mini and the uh, iPhone mini, I was really surprised at that. But, you know, uh, that could be a, a good seller for them. And they reduced the prices of the SE and the 11. So, you know, those things are going to be uh, pretty nice. They kept the pros at the same price. So, yeah, yep. One twenty-eight starts at two fifty-six. Is what uh, eleven ninety-nine or ten ninety-nine for the max? We'll dive a little bit more into the overall pricing. I think a lot of people's biggest takeaway, though, was the HomePod because everyone has an iPhone. Not everyone has a Mini, and this is uh, I think a game changer when it comes to the speaker market, because I think the HomePod Mini, number one, it looks beautiful. I think it looks really great for the design. That's the one thing that I didn't see before the keynote or the Apple event was the design of this HomePod Mini. 
Uh, it's a 360 look. It looks like a cantaloupe, if you want to look at it. It's a cantaloupe uh, with stitching around it. Well, it's about half the size of the, ho the regular home pod, right? I think it's even less than that. Yeah. I honestly looks a lot less than that. Uh, I mean, it's designed really to be anywhere you want it to be. It has a touch surface that glows, like the whole surface glows now, instead of it just being the one circle uh, part of it. Uh, you are allowed to create a stereo pair, just like you can with the regular ones, if you wanted to do that. And the cool feature was the intercom. Now, intercom is interesting, so you can actually tell it to go to a specific room and tell somebody in another room something. So if my wife is upstairs on the third floor, I'm down here and I have a HomePod, I could direct something directly up there instead of calling her, right. which is very useful, I think, in, in, in some situations where you don't have to call up your kids. In fact, if they're using their AirPods, they will actually uh, get the signal to their AirPods. So I think it's really cool how they're integrating all the different products together, uh, and the Mini is kind of like a hub for that. Now, what they what I didn't get out of it, but I, I'm assuming based on what you're saying is, and although you can use the AirPods for the uh, intercom, the existing HomePods um, can interact with that as well. Correct. Now, that is the thing they didn't talk about because I don't think they wanted to tell anyone about it. Like, you know how Apple does it. They'll just leave a little bit of stuff out. So if you currently do have a HomePod, this, all these new features that this HomePod Mini is getting is also going to work for the HomePod. So please, and that was the one thing I was a little worried about. I was like, how can this, iP this HomePod Mini get some of these new features that the HomePod can't support when you know that the chip inside is either identical or is capable of doing yeah. it? Uh, but that intercom, I think, is, is like you said, it's it's very useful. If you have uh, several floors in your home and you have the home pods, either the minis or the regular ones set up, um, if you're in one location, you want to notify somebody in another location, you can. Or, like, like they demonstrated, if somebody has um, their uh, AirPods on, you can directly intercom to them, whether they're listening to music or whatever. So that's that's pretty interesting. I also love a little hidden feature that they're going to be adding is the Discover tab in the Home app, where it's the best way to find out what recommendations with the top-read accessories that work with the HomePod Mini. So they're actually going to have a way for you to know what to buy that works with this device, which I thought was a little added bonus with the Home app, because uh, I love the Home app. I think it's the easiest uh, app to use when it comes to everything. Everything just works together. Uh, so I'm really enjoying, uh, I think this is a game changer for the HomePod Mini. I think it's, uh, I wish there was a couple more colors. I think some more colors would be nice instead of just the regular black and white. But I think this is the opportunity to get people it, having a HomePod and having the experience of an Alexa or a Google in their home that's Apple-based. And for $99, I'm definitely buying one. There's no doubt about it. Well, the thing that uh, I we talk about a lot is, um, and they emphasized in the presentation, is the privacy feature. Um, it, unlike the Alexa and with Google, um, it is not listening to your conversation all the time, and you can elect, uh, from what they were saying, what pieces of information you want to share at any given point in time. So it doesn't get activated until you hey, hey, say, hey, Siri. Um, and, and then you can, like the intercom. Right, he said it off. I knew you said it off. You said it off, didn't you? I, I heard did. it. Yes, I did. You said it off. You see, now everybody in the world who is listening to this podcast, their stuff just went off because of you. 
but uh, that that's very interesting how they're still incorporating the the top line privacy with anything that you're doing um, with with it with the intercom feature. So that I'm very excited about that. That's really good. Yep, Intercom will be very interesting. Also, they're going to be working with third-party music services, which they said Pandora was one of them. Notice how Spotify was not one of them. Not surprised by that part. Uh, but they are going to work with TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. They already work with those now. Uh, podcasts, news briefings. Uh, so if you want to get like news recaps for the day, you could do that on this. So I think a HomePod Mini is a home run. I think it's a great product to pick up and give it a try. For $99, you cannot try it. And see if you like it. You really can't. So my plan is to get one of these, maybe to put one downstairs uh, in my area, or at least upstairs in my bedroom. Or you know, when the kid's gonna be born, maybe have something in there. You know, it it really yeah, just comes it, down it, to it may, if, you know when you can get to your camera, uh, so you can have your nanny cam in in the uh, in the nursery. Yeah, I, I would like to have something that's a little more all-in-one. I don't want to have three different products to do three different things when I know there's products out there that could do all one thing. So it, it just got to find the right thing. So that was the HomePod Mini. Uh, from the feedback I heard, Frank, I think everyone was more impressed with this than the iPhone. I mean, you know, I think people have come to expect a lot of things from the iPhone. And, um, you know, how many more things, you know, other short of a hologram, what can they put in the iPhone that isn't already there, you know? That is very true. Now, with the iPhone 12 was the next announcement. Let's talk about some just some core key elements. So design. Uh, this reminds us of an iPhone 5 or an iPhone 4 body. Yes. That's what it reminds us of, yep. which I thought was one of the better designs Okay. Uh, because it, it, it feels smoother on it. Like, I'm looking at my phone now. Everything's just so curved. Right. This, I almost like the straighter edge uh, instead of the curved edge. So that is something I like better about it. Uh, the ceramic grass, uh, uh, glass is uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Now here we go with everybody dropping the phone test uh, yeah. to try to test it out. But Frank, I gotta tell you, they're talk, they talk so much about 5G. Like 5G was like, it almost sounded like this is the newest thing that has ever happened in the world. Yeah. Because they talked about it for like 10 minutes. They had the Verizon CEO there. Yep. Uh, which we're going to talk about a little bit more in depth in a minute uh, about why they were there and that it was such a big deal. Well, I think that, you know, what they were trying to get across was the fact that, you know, uh, the carriers are putting out the 5G network nationwide. Um, Verizon specifically is doing the ultra band in six cities across the United States, and then they're going to roll it out to more. So you're going to have up to four gigabytes uh, speed downloading, and uh, so it's it's you know ultra fast. And I think the the big thing is that they're trying to show that it is the fastest phone on the market, um, with all of the other capabilities, the camera, the um, all of the new features that they did put in the seven lenses in the Max Pro, the uh, LiDAR, the um, just, you know, things that if you're not a, well, you're a videographer. So I would have, as I was watching that, I thought the iPhone Max Pro or the Pro Max, um, I thought, I thought of you. I thought, wow, that would be something that you could really take uh, uh, to its max and really utilize it. 
the low light features in the film and, and you know, a lot of really, really awesome features if you, if you use the camera. And, and the new feature with Dolby Vision uh, that is now coming out uh, and also the 4K HDR. So they are introducing some new ways, again, something to make me feel like, oh my God, like I have to get this phone because there's going to be some really cool things. Now, for me, there's always one thing in one device that sticks out the most. When I talked about the iPad Air, it was Touch ID. The feature I'm talking about in the iPhone 12 and Pro is MagSafe. Because yes. number one, I love the fact they brought that word back because the MagSafe power adapter was such a game changer yes. in laptop technology. Yep. The fact that when you kick your cable, you would not snag the cable. Yep. It was such a small thing that Apple no longer has, which I miss. I oh, And I don't know why Apple doesn't go back to a MagSafe. I really don't. But the fact that they brought it back for this, this to me was the bigger feature of this phone. Yeah. 5G, fine. I, I MagSafe was rumored, but to know that how it clicks in there, how it's not, it's not going to be just used for a charger, it's used for cases, and it could be used for multiple accessories yeah. that haven't even come out yet. Now, think about with the 10 and the 11, um, a lot of people used to use a magnetic um, holder in their car. And with the charging, you could not put that magnet on the back of your phone and have the uh, automatic charging. You know, you lay it down, put it on the charger. That would not work with that magnet. Now they've come out with that MagSafe that is going to work. So it's going to be a whole new thing with um, holders and cases and uh, all of the things that before you couldn't use. So and it's going to be built into the phone. I think it's going to be very big. Yes, uh, and the charging is supposed to be a lot faster on it. Uh, an amazing idea. Now, let's talk about the controversy of the carbon footprint as we are reducing them. So, obviously the box is a lot smaller, but they are removing the power adapter. They are removing the ear pods. They are including a fast charging USB-C to lightning cable. But, my biggest problem with this is that not everyone was, is ready for USB-C from a charging perspective. Right. For the last 10 years, we have had a USB to lightning adapter, and now we don't. And most people in their homes have a USB-A adapter, not a USB-C. So what I'm annoyed about is that they decided to go with USB-C, not include an adapter in the box that would help it be compatible with even 5-watt adapters, but now this forces everyone to buy a charger. This forces everyone to buy it because not everyone has USB-C devices that are in the home yet. Yes, but did you see the... There's did, no but. Did, well, to me, did you see the price on the charger for the, for the MagSafe charger? We were going to talk about that in our next segment, but I'll bring it up, we'll bring it up now. Yes, they did put uh, sell it for the same price as the 5-watt. Yes. So that I will give them a little more credit because they did keep the price the same. Apple, thinking of what they were going to do, was charged $29 just to make that uh, affordable. So basically the 5-watt adapter is gone, 
and it is now going to be a 20 watt adapter which now works with fast charging for everything thank god so yes i am they i'm 50 50 on it they screwed everybody that basically doesn't have who never had an iphone like pro basically and now everyone's got to buy that adapter. And, of course, I'm sure everyone going to the Apple store is going to bitch and complain about that, which I could completely understand. But then you can bring up the fact, Frank, and say, hey, well, it used to be a 5-watt adapter. It's now a 20-watt adapter, and it was the same price. And, like— and they used Because they used to charge more for it. Yeah, and, and I, um, I bought the Belkin. You made the Belkin charger, you just lay the phone on, and that was $60. So, you know— um, you're getting the MagSafe at half of that. Um, so when I saw the price of it, I went, oh, yeah, I can definitely get one or two of those, you know. So I, I'm not so upset about that. I, it's like, you know, all things uh, move ahead. You have to get over it, but also I will understand why people are mad. The iPhone 12 Pro, now, I, now that came out right after the iPhone 12. And in fact, they also have a mini version of the iPhone 12, so they have a smaller version for those people who just don't want the big screen, which, you know, older people, not like you, Frank, I mean, like older people that, you know, the 65 and older community. Well, what do you think of that iPhone 12 mini? The size? I think it's just, a, it's just another option. What's That's that? all it is. It's just another option. I'm not mad about it. No, I'm not mad about it. I just... I don't know. I mean, it's. I mean, it, it makes it, it makes this phone cheaper, starting out in price. Now, is it that, that's what than it does. Ten, the actual size. Yes. I don't know. You're probably looking. I think you're looking around the SE size. Uh huh. But just in the full frame. Yeah, I thought the other thing that um, you would be disappointed about is that there's no um, fingerprint on the button. I knew that wasn't going to happen. I, I am disappointed that they don't have it. I think that they should take advantage of the situation where, you know, but by the time production was going, they didn't know, you know, you know you're, th you're talking about like February, March, when they shut everything down. By then, could they really have redesigned the iPhone to put that feature in there? But I can tell you next year, I would not be surprised if the next iPhone has that. Overall, the 12 looks nice. I think it's a great upgrade edition. You, you do need to have a certain... You know, amount. Uh, I would say if you're an iPhone 11 user, going to a 12, I don't think is going to be worth it unless you want that the new design look. That's pretty much and the 5G, which if you can't take advantage of it, then you know 5G is more like future. It's not today. It's more future. And with the iPhone 12 Pro, their focus was all about photography. That's really what it was all about. Now, the other thing that I wanted to ask you about, I, I see a lot of possibilities opening up for um, tripod adapters that are just MagSafe. Boom. Yep. I mean, that's mm -hmm. really going to be cool. Instead yep. of the the type that, you know, you got to put the phone in and tighten it up, make sure it's, you know, so it doesn't fall out. Um, the, the improved camera on the front-facing camera, that's that's I thought that was big. I mean the the photos that they demonstrated and showed you are just they're phenomenal. So I, it's going to be a lot of fun. And um, one of the reasons I didn't go to the 11 was because from the 10 I was happy with the 10, and I thought well I'm going to skip a generation and then get a big bump in the 12. Now my dilemma is do I go with the the Pro Max or do I go with the uh, 
the, the 12. What's it, what I like about the camera is the four times zoom range. So that's a new feature added on there. 60 frames of Adobe Vision HDR. Now the LiDAR scanner, I talked about how I think didn't think that was important. But what I didn't realize is that the LiDAR scanner for night portraits has faster autofocus and low light. So there is a reason for that scanner to help when it comes to it. Uh, so that that's one thing I didn't think about when I was saying that, oh, that's just terrible. Uh, also, they increased the capacity to 128. Thank God for that. Uh, because last year, people were at, they were still at 64, which was like the stupidest amount for what you were getting for it. Well, especially if you're doing if you're doing 4K video and, and, and all of that. I mean, that takes up a lot. What about what about the new Apple? Uh, what did they call it? The Pro Raw? Yeah, so that is a new format that they're going to be coming out with later this year. I guess the idea is that it's going to be a format of that that gives you those raw features that you can edit that will be adaptable inside of the Photos app. So it looks like there'll be more editing combinations that you'll be able to do. So raw, the idea of it is that it's going to use Deep Fusion and Smart HDR. What it's going to be able to do, it's a new format which blends those two together and creates one image uh, together. Uh, so they're going to come out with that later on. Uh, so it's not out just yet, but it is going to be uh, with the iPhone 12 Pro and the 12 Pro Max only. Yeah, that's that's kind of those features um, that sets the the Pro and the Pro Max apart from the 12. What I like now is they're starting to separate who needs what. You know, the Pro now is starting to become a Pro with the with the new photography features where a Pro is just a name. Now they're starting to lean towards, well, this is why it's a Pro model. And it's all about the camera feature built in there and the and the the LiDAR scanner and what that does to help take better photography. So that's what it's starting to become, which I am all for. Uh, keep the iPhone, keep a pro model like that, and that's how you know to separate it between everybody. And plus, that gold design looks pretty hot. Yeah, that's that's going to be the uh, they're 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 going to push for that market share, you know, for the I'll say more advanced to professional photographer, videographer. Um, that's that's the market they're going to go for. And um, uh, you know, I think that's a good move. That the regular 12 and the, and the 12 mini are going to be geared towards your average users. Not that the cameras are bad. It's not that. It's just that um, if you if you're a more advanced, say a professional photographer or a active hobbyist, you may want to go for the pro. So it's it's a six ninety nine model uh, for the iPhone twelve mini. It is seven ninety nine for the iPhone twelve. Now there's a little bit of a caveat here. You have let's talk about this a little bit. This is where this is a little confusing. And Frank, I don't know if you could explain it to me or not. AT and T and Verizon are at six ninety nine. Sprint and T Mobile are at seven twenty nine. Explain that. I, I think that. The I think that caveat is based on the fact that Verizon and AT&T are the two big carriers that started with Apple, and I think that's the one advantage that they're trying to give those carriers over T-Mobile. Why would that be? Why would they piss off 
uh, T-Mobile. I know they're not necessarily pissing them off, but why would they offer two different prices? That's just more confusion now to add. When I saw that, I was like, wait a yeah. minute, what? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. You know, why would they do that? I don't know. Unless that's just part of um, if you if you go to AT&T and buy it through AT&T and Verizon, you get that price. Uh, and maybe T-Mobile just didn't want to have those discounts. I don't know. Yeah, they're calling it a price includes a $30 Verizon discount, which requires activation. So you have to activate it or else you don't get it. It says, and it says come back and pre-order to get an iPhone 12 mini for $11.95 a month after trade-in and Verizon bill credits. One to two month payments of $18.91 before bill credits. Yeah. So the idea is you have to trade in an eligible smartphone to get even more for the trade-in. Select the device payment program as your monthly activation and activate with an eligible Verizon unlimited plan. So there's a lot of there's a lot of Yeah, for that small discount there's a lot of caveats. There is a lot of caveats. Now, when I'm looking at AT and T, it doesn't look like they have as many. And then, of course, you're paying seven twenty nine. Again, I hated that. That's that's just so weird. Why they're giving a discount, but T Mobile and Sprint are not. I don't know. Um, you know, I, I to be honest with you, well, I really didn't pay too much attention to those, only because um, I tend to buy. Uh, my Apple products through either the Apple Store, local Apple Store, or uh, online through the Apple Store using my uh, Apple Card. Um, now, even, you know what I noticed with, with that, though, is that even if I choose the monthly um, installments against my Apple Card, I get the 3% back on the entire purchase immediately. It's not 3% each month, which I thought, well, that's kind of nice. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, that's what I intend to do. I, um, I'm going to do the 0% financing for 24 months um, on my Apple card, and I'll get 3% back. And, um, and, and the other thing I noticed now on the Apple Protection Plan, they have one um, that covers... Uh, theft and loss the the apple care is the same price as it was before so there's nothing any different about the apple care uh, that was another little hidden gem we were going to talk about on there uh, as far as the iphone iphone 12 pro you can get the iphone 12 pro for 9.99 and then 10.99 which used to be 11.99 for the iphone 12 pro max and what's weird too is the iphone 12 pro max does have different cameras than the 12 uh, rather than talk about it, you can read about it, but there is a difference between the two cameras because they have a little more room. So now you're you're competing Max against Pro. Which one should you get based on what feature you want in there? So, and what's weird too is that the. Uh, by the way, I looked at it. The iPhone 12 Max Pro, they're the same price, 10.99 a piece. Uh, so like even if you go to AT&T, Sprint, T-Mobile, or Verizon, which I thought was like okay, that's weird. Like I, I don't understand it. That's what's so weird about it. It's like the Pro will be normal, but the, the 12 has an incentive if you go with AT&T or uh, Verizon. Okay. So that that's what's going on there. Now, also, the other phones did get discounted as well. Uh, the iPhone 11 is discounted. The 10R is discounted. So those are still available to buy. Uh, and then, of course, the SE has already been out. So $599 for an iPhone 11. 
So let's talk about it, Frank. Which one are you gonna? Which one are you ended up getting now? Personally, I'm gonna get the uh, Pacific Blue. I, I, I really wanted the green, but the discontinued, the, the dark green. But I'm getting the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Max Pro, or the Pro Max, whatever you. Want. Um, two fifty six. Because again, I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna be. This is the phone I'm gonna have for two years. So. That's that's the one I'm gonna get. My wife, I don't know what she's gonna get. Um, we're both pretty happy with the size of the 10. Um, so she may go with maybe just the 12 or not. She may go with the max. I don't know. She's got to see it. So. And are you planning on trading in your 10? Oh, well, I'm, I, I have buyers for my 10. So. Ah. How much do you think you should get for your 10? What are you trying to, what's your goal? Um, the last time I looked at the traded on the 11, it was at like 350. But now they're saying uh, on 9 to 5, they're saying the iPhone 11, um, 256 is 450. Oh, that's pretty high. Yeah, that's what I thought. I think it's a little too high. Well, I looked. Up, I'm looking at the value right now of an iPhone 10. There's a website called Declutter that will offer $336 in cash for a 256 unlock good condition. Oh, yes, you're right. I was I was looking at the 11. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm correct. Yeah, it is it calm down, for 256. Man. So my grandson wants an iPhone. So he may get mine, and and uh, my daughter may get my wife's. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, four ninety is what I would get for my phone right now, uh, with a ten percent code through nine to five Mac. Uh, so four ninety is not too bad uh, for the phone. Not that's not, that's okay. Uh, but again, I pay, I paid like almost like fourteen hundred dollars for this phone. Oh, yeah. So uh, I can tell you right now, personally, I don't plan on uh, doing anything. What I might do is I might buy a phone to use for one video gig. Uh, just to see what it feels like to have one and look at the quality of the lens and get my assessment on it to see how I think it looks any different. I think that's probably what I'm going to do. Well, but I'm not keeping it. Well, that's that's one way to test it out, see what's going on. That's what everybody else does. All the reviewers, do you think they really keep the phone? No, they send it back. They don't keep it. Uh, let's talk about some of the hidden gems. So every time we have one of these Apple events, of course, they, they come out with some new stuff. So the Apple uh, new MagSafe charger offers 15-watt charging and still Q limited to 7.5-watt. So they have that new charger that's coming out. Plus, they have that dual charger, which is going to be coming out as well, which is not released yet. Uh, but they have that as well. But that will be available for $39, which is not bad. Honestly, I think for a, 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 for a charger like that. And apparently, it'll work better uh, charging it on, on the device. Very interesting enough, uh, they did discontinue the Eurobeats 3. So the Eurobeats 3 were a wired, uh, were a wire-free headphones. Uh, now they have come out with a new pair of headphones uh, that is more up-to-date for the ecosystem. So that's why it's kind of important now. And they started at 50 bucks, and that's for just a, a wireless pair of headphones, which are technically wired, but they're... They're wireless. We did find out that the iPhone 12's mini battery life is one to two hours shorter than the 12 when comparing to video playback. Well, I mean, I, I think that makes sense. It, you know, for the size, they, they got to give up something. Now, what's very interesting is this. The 11, 10R, and SE are no longer coming with AirPods, a power adapter, but USB-C to lightning cable is included. So again, if you just bought an SE, it's different now with the newer version. So, And you're paying the same price. <laughs> yeah. 
Is that kind of messed up, Frank? Yeah, it is. Uh, I, they must have some reasoning for it. I don't know what, what it it's, is. Uh, because it saves the environment. That's why. <laughs> uh, no, that, see, that's BS. Because now they, as of, thank God, I got my mother-in-law the iPhone SE before that because it came with everything in it. Now the newer ones are not going to have that. That's pretty unfair. That's pretty stupid, Apple. Yeah. Honestly, that's really stupid. Uh, so I think that's dumb. I think that's a ripoff for anybody else who, you know, again, they're just going to complain about that. I just don't understand why they got rid of it in the older models. You know, especially an SE when that's probably a new user in some cases, like my mother-in-law. Yeah. Imagine if she opens that up, there's a USB-C to lightning cable, but she has nothing in the house to charge it with because she's never had this product before. Well, that's where her son-in-law has to make sure that she yeah. buys all the appropriate <laughs> accessories. Ah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Thank you, Frank. Uh, they, uh, but guess what? I don't have to. What's your thoughts on the um, accessories, the cases, all the MagSafe? Lo I love the wallet. I love the – I like the case that's clear, that magnetically – it's hard to sometimes get a case on. And now that it's going to magnetically attach to it, I think that put, makes it easier to put the case on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd have to probably see that in action to really know. But I love it. I think I think this has opened up a whole new idea of accessories. Yeah. I, I agree. And then finally, if you really care about getting coverage on your uh, HomePod Mini, your AppleCare Plus costs $15. Well, there you go. AppleCare coverage adds two incidents of axle damage protection every 12 months, each subject to a $15 service fee or a $39 service fee uh, based on the HomePod. So I guess it depends on which HomePod you have. So that is the entire Apple event. We hope you guys go back and take a look at the Apple event. There's a lot of great websites out there. Also, if you buy uh, a new iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, and Apple TV for a limited time, they are offering three months of free access to Apple Arcade, which Frank loves. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am going to – that's the other thing I'm going to pick up. I, I was looking to see if they were going to have any um, additions to the Apple TV, but – Nope. Not this, you know. We are expected to see one more uh, keynote, which, you know, is going to be the final one of the year, probably in November, likely talking about the ARM uh, silico uh, Silicone Max. So that will probably be the last keynote of this year, what they're going to talk about. And I'm excited for that one because that's the biggest thing I want to see. But overall, Frank, are you ready for your iPhone 12? I am. I am. All right. All right. Are you pre-ordering it this week? Yes, I am. Or whatever. All right. Everybody, we want to thank you for joining us for an early edition of the Think Different Podcast as we talk about what happened at the Apple event. We thank all of you for tuning in every single week. And make sure you leave us a five-star review anywhere you listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Zoom. It doesn't matter where you listen to us. Please join us every single week for another edition of the Think Different Podcast. Me and Frank are out. And take care and have a great rest of your week. Take care. Stay Apple. What? Stay Apple. Stay, Stay Apple. with Apple. Oh, God. Everybody, goodbye, everybody.